Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Radio, we're finally wearing Gil down. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm... Ju- oh my God, Tom! He- you're back! He's back! Oh! I never left, guys. It's a fucking miracle. I've been here the whole time. Forgotten Shh. what you look like. I've had a haircut, so... Yeah, it's it's all happening. Why? That's where I was. It took me four weeks to get a haircut. <laughs> the uh, barbers had a lot to work with. They had a lot to work with, <laughs> and I wouldn't sit still. Yeah. Kept- <laughs> they just chased me around the barbershop with scissors. <laughs> And they can't run, because you can't run with scissors, so they're no, slowly yeah. walking after me, holding scissors properly. Which is weird, because like, you can't stand up, and oh, it was, it's all happening. I was just scooting around on my bum, just <laughs> slipping and rolling all over that barbershop floor. Boys, how good's footy? Here we go, here we go. Is so close, very close. We got a teaser footy, guys. <laughs> did we? Yeah, we did. They uh, so they had some AFLW practice matches just gone. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Geelong there was a Geelong Carlton one. I don't think that was televised, but I just read the stats report, uh, and that was enough. And that was that was enough. Yeah. But I did also just for a quick like maybe ten minutes just watch a bit of the GWS Brisbane oh, yeah. Yeah. game, yeah. Uh, which was. Televised and commentated by Brisbane and GWS Media. So that was mm-hmm. like, I think Brisbane live streamed it or something. Yeah, on their Facebook. And that was even more just a little, oh, oh that's what footy looks like. I remember. <laughs> Brisbane, not great. Practice um, match. But I said this, I was saying this to someone today. Brisbane take a little while to warm up. And we've been pillaged by North Melbourne. So they're just, there's new faces. They're going to take some time to gel. They're going to gel on grand final day. It's all going to be fine. <laughs> They, they've had two cracks at it, so they, by two. third time... Mate, they'll be hungry. You don't lose two grand finals by a goal and not come back and have a crack. They'll yeah, you fine. do. Collingwood, 2002 and 2003. Yep, well, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> are It'll, you Collingwood? Sean, are you Collingwood? I certainly hope not. I think you That's might be. That's the worst thing to be. <laughs> it is. I'd never go for Collingwood in a Shut million Shut up! <laughs> Cut you out of the show again. Um, Can I just... Jump in on Sean going after North Melbourne stealing players. Yep. Yes. I know who you're talking about. Yep. Hmm. Caitlin Ashmore. Yeah. In her defense. Yes. She's from Ballarat. 
Yeah, fair point. Lives in Ballarat. Fair point. Now, in the men's comp, because it is a fully professional comp, then absolutely, you're a TC for leaving your club, 100%. But I don't think you can be a TC in the women's comp because the money and financial stability just aren't there yet while it's still semi-professional. So basically, for four months of the year, she was having to relocate to Brisbane and then move back to Victoria. And That's North fair Melbourne enough. said, and she plays footy for the Melbourne University VFL team, which are North affiliate. Yeah, but Tom, we lost a couple of other girls who were Brisbane products and they moved. So, Well, those guys, dodgy as, but mm. not Caitlin, actually. Yeah, I'll give her a pass. <laughs> so not in the defence of North Melbourne, in the defence of one player. Oh, yeah, just one. Just one. In the... Okay, so in the defense of any player that returns to their home state in the AFLW, I don't think we can be as harsh on them because it's still a semi-pro comp. I feel like this all relates back to Gary Ablett. Mm, or, mm, yeah, well, no, I said AFLW. He's he's a... He's yeah, a- but if it's easier to take here, then you can apply it to that and you can, you know... Well, fuck Tom. Tim Kelly next year, look out. Yeah, look out. He'll re-sign for eight years and become our captain. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I don't know that. about that, Tom. Imagine just sitting on the West Coast. He's just like, I'm staying here. Mm. I'm captain and coach. Mm. Were you happy to see some positive news from Geelong this week? Was it Pat Dangerfield doing a one-handed push-up? Did a one-handed push-up. Fuck, I loved it. I was talking about something way bigger than that. It's pretty good. And that is son of God. Son of... His son. Having a son? Yeah. So if Silvani was the son of Sauce, so yeah. Sauce. So, sorry, Silvani was Sauce because he was the son of... Silvani Senior. Yep. yep. And then new Phil Silvani is Sauce because he's the son of Sauce. Nobody gets behind that. Son of God. Did Jesus have a kid? Famously, no. Are we sure? Yeah. Da Vinci Code says maybe. Yeah, look. And oh. it's not a, it's order a tattoo. <laughs> In the film, it's it's the girl, right? She's the she's like the descendant of Christ. What's her name? I don't remember the character's name. I don't remember anyone's name except for Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks's character. <laughs> I can't remember. Harrison Ford in Tweed is how they're described mm. because Dan Brown is a lazy writer and wants you to do all the work. Do people call Junior Jesus? No. No. How come that never took off? Um, I think because he's deeply religious. <laughs> he would have loved it. <laughs> well, but but Ablett Senior used to be said he could, uh, Gary Ablett, can walk on water yeah. with like a sign held up at the footy. Mm. So therefore, he's... Although, I mean, in Bible canon, mm. God is also Jesus. What did Gary name the the child? I haven't seen a name yet. Have Have you seen the name? Uh, no, I, I have I'll seen... It. I'll jump on the internet, get a... See if I can get a quick, quick... Surely someone has posted it somewhere. I'm pretty sure, though, when the, when the club and the AFL both put... Like, when he put an announcement up, it was just like hands, like a picture of his hand, his yeah. wife's hand, and the baby's hand. Yeah. Baby boy tacky. born this date. But what was that? A bit of a tacky photo, but whatever. Fuck off, mate. Oh, it's a bit staged. You're talking about one of the greatest footballers of all time. Yeah, right. The couple who are yet to reveal the baby boy's name. There you go. Oh. So, Secret. Gaz. Gary 3. <gasps> Imagine it's Gary. It won't be Gary. It won't. Imagine it's Gary. It's Nathan. <laughs> it won't be. I, I don't think he'll name it Gary. But what if he does? Would if, you be happy or sad? If we had Gaz 3... Gary Ablett the third. I hope they just call him Junior. Junior What's his name is Junior Ablett. Junior? (laughs) No, Junior Ablett. It wouldn't be though, would it? It wouldn't be Junior Ablett Junior. His name would just be Junior Ablett. Junior Ablett. And why is Gary Ablett Gary Ablett Junior and not Gary Ablett the second? 
Because that's how it works. That's, yeah, it's what you do, mate. Well, no, but works don't you better. become the second? No, that's a royalty thing. No, no, no. Holes, right? That kid's name Stanley Yelnert's the fourth, right? Yep. There's a Stanley Yelnert, Stanley Yelnert's the second, Stanley Yelnert's the third, and then he's also called Stanley Yelnert. Okay. I think it's Stanley Yelnert's, Stanley Yelnert's junior, then the third, then the fourth. Yeah, douche is right. I think if they name this kid Gary, then he's Gary Abbott the third. All right. Yeah. Okay. So let's all pray for that. I mean, Gary do the right did. thing, Gary Ablett. Name your son Retire. Gary. What? Why? What? <laughs> hey, fuck you. Just because I've been away uh, doesn't mean that I'm a soft target. Also, I feel like I have to defend myself about so many things, but there's too many. Yeah, and I, I don't listen to any episodes you're not in, Tom. Yeah, I made the mistake <laughs> of listening to five minutes. I was like, oh, I might just listen to the start to see if there's anything that I need to... Oh, That's all right. It's only at the start that we have a dig at you. Yeah. <laughs> Only the start. I doubt it. I I 100%. Even had a go at me in the fucking show notes of the episode. Oh, yeah. Favourite Geelong supporter. Well, I mean, true. Dowie Hayes is a champion. He's the truth. I'm just a bloke. But yeah, Gary Abel had a son. Huge news. Here at How Goods Footy, we like good news. And we like sometimes bad news to be mixed with that good news. And what is worse news than Kane Corns taking to Twitter? (laughs) And he has had a crack... This is like the worst hot take you could have possibly had. He's had some good, bad hot takes. This is up there with just like trying to start shit. He has come out and said that AFLW get enough funding and any league in the world would be happy to get the amount of support that AFLW has had. Well, I think he said they've had the biggest sort of leg up. He's ever said. Yeah, of any women's sport in the country. Ever. Which... And I think that's categorically untrue because women's sport in the country, I feel like, just doesn't get any sort of leg up across the board. Yeah. Or if it does, it's like... But I even have a problem with him comparing, because he's specifically said teams like the Hockey Roos. That's an Olympic... like an, That's a national team, which presumably has their funding through the government or whatnot. AFLW is funded through the AFL, so it's just, it's just a completely different thing. You can't really compare the money... Well, oh, yeah. I, I don't know what like, the state hockey is like. Yeah. I've, I have no knowledge of hockey. They probably get fuck all funding because they're yeah. probably a small sport. Yeah. But comparatively, the AFLW is getting fuck all compared to, say, so I, I imagine women's cricket is way better supported and funded than the AFLW is right now. Yep. Uh, soccer and rugby, probably about the same, I reckon. But um, hockey is interesting. Do you know the hockey roo is one of the most successful like hockey teams in the world? Yeah. That, they'd be one of the most successful sporting teams ever. There is a book uh, by this... I think I've talked about it before. Hmm. But it's a book about, by this American guy. He, he works for ESPN. Yeah. ESPN? Is that the sport? What's the one where you're a psychic? Where you're a what? You're a psychic. Is that ESPN or is it... ESP. Oh. ESP. ESPN is a TV network. Yeah, good. The sports one. Mm. Um, Week off's done you well, Tom. They... <laughs> They rank like the 10 greatest teams of all time. Yeah. Collingwood's 40s, the machine football team is in there. Yes. The All Blacks appear twice on two separate occasions in two separate eras. Mm. And the Hockey Roos in the early 2000s are in there as well. Yeah. Um, so, they're pretty good. They were Kane, I reckon they're fine, then. mate. And do you know what's funny? Kane Corns retweeted that. Like, like, so, basically, you said it on SEN. And Georgie Parker responded to the tweet being like, hey, can you pop me on and I'll have a chat? I reckon I've got an insight to both. Well, she was a hockey player, wasn't player. she? Yeah. That's fucking great. And, and now she plays for just got, Collingwood. Got a lot of attention on Twitter from a lot of people that weren't Kane Corns, but Kane, very quiet. Yeah. Oh, do you know what, Georgie? What you should do is instead of debating him, just bring in a big, 
poster of the final score from the 2007 grand final. Oh, because he loves that. That's his favourite thing in the world. What a surprise though, Kane Corns is a dickhead. Still in 2019. I only said 2009, thinking of better times. Can we get that picture of the scoreboard framed and hung up here in the studio? That yeah. would be that should be the official Alcott's footy shirt. <laughs> That's on the um, back. But yeah, there's a lot of tweets that are just like, hey, didn't Kane this here's one. Didn't Kane retire from the NFL to be a, become a firefighter? What happened to that? My guess is it was too tough. Yeah, look. He's a fuckhead. Yep. This is a good segue, actually. Because it, I don't think anyone would ever think that you would hear the name superstar, legend, Gary Ablett Jr. and Big Flog Kane Corns using the same sentence, but they're the same. They are remarkably <laughs> similar. How so, Tom? In that they both come from footballing families. One, great footballing family. Another, lots of people named Corns. <laughs> All of them named after a vegetable or a foot fungus. Lots of shit takes in the corn. Oh, family. a lot of shit. But this is a nice thing because with Ablett having his kid, Kane being a dickhead reminds us that weirdly there is football dynasty dynasties dynasties. I think it's I say dynasties, but I've definitely heard people say dynasty, and I feel like dynasty might be right. I say dynasty. I say dentistry, but I'm wrong. Yes. But I get mine from the video game Dynasty Warriors. Oh, fucking love that game. game. Great game. So I say Dynasty because Dynasty Warriors in my head sounds wrong. Can but- we talk about how great the game Dynasty Warriors is? We just did. It's great. Can we <laughs> fuck this episode off and just talk about Lubu and all these mates? Um, well, I've got uh, Hyrule Warriors, which is the Zelda version of the game. Oh, It's real good. Is it great? Yeah. It's the same thing of just like you lead an army into battle, except you're Link or one of the other... A lot of Zelda characters are in it, and you still kill like a thousand enemies in one level. Oh, it's so good, and you get that special power attacks. Yep, all of that's still there. They should make an AFL version of that. Who are the characters? Uh, Kane Corns. Kane Corns. <laughs> Kane Corns, villain. Villain, villain, big villain. Basically, you got to take down Corns and Carrie because they keep unleashing hot takes on the world. Uh, and Carrie's hot takes are dumb. And also, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, big piece of shit. I still don't understand why people. Like, it just still blows my mind that he still has a job. I don't know. Maybe they're like, oh, he'll he'll glass me if I. Um, no, but dynasties. Yeah, dynasties. Yeah. Footballing dynasties. Footballing dynasties. What are some of our favourites, and what makes them the greatest football dynasty of all time? Well, the Brisbane Lions. Oh, we're we doing families, not teams. Yeah, families, mate. Ah, f- I know Michael Voss and Brett Voss are not a dynasty because well, only one of them was good. It's this is a go on. A, tell me the Brett Voss. Was no, 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 no. I won't. No, no, look us in the eyes and be like Brett Voss. Look, I forget that he's alive sometimes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now Vossy has a son who earlier in the seat, like last season, there was talk of him being drafted and it didn't work out. So that's a dynasty that is not taken off just yet. Do you know what's like? Well, just because we're about to launch into like talking about families that have had footballing greats. Yeah. yeah. Is I'm always like, imagine if, so Gary Abler Jr.'s kid, no pressure. You've only, your, your grandfather uh, is one of the most f- amazing players to play the game. Yep. Uh, on the field. Off yes. the field. Yeah. You know, bit of whatever. Yep. Uh, you've got one of the best players of the modern era as your dad. Yep. Look, actually, I'm going to call it. Best player of the modern era. Yep. Uh, otherwise known as PMV. Post Michael Voss. <laughs> and Herdy was sort of big in that Voss era. So this is eh, he went post right. them. But I think of the last 20 years, 
Albert's one of the best, if not the top two. Yep. Player. Agreed. I'll let you two fight over who's won. Voss. Look, it doesn't need to be discussed. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> how imagine if Ablett Jr. Jr., hmm. Ablett 3, is just like, you know what? Going to be a chess player. Going to be the best Australian chess player of all time. I like that you haven't just given him like, he's like, what if I just want to be a plumber? No, 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 no. <laughs> Ablett's he- don't just become plumbers. Well, uh, sometimes plumbers go on to be champion coaches, just saying. Oh. oh, is Sheedy from a football family, or is he just Sheedy? I don't know. He, it's shocking to me that he doesn't have just like an army of sons that are all incredible at football. Because <laughs> that's it. Like you know, you you, you get these these lucky examples. Mm. Like all the players were his sons, Tusha. Yes, mm. all all twenty two of them. The Sheedy factory. Um, the Ablett family is interesting because so you've got Gary, you've got yep. Gary. Gary. Nathan. Nathan. Let's not forget Nathan's a premiership player. Nathan's a premiership player. With a lot of potential. And didn't love the game, though. No. No, um, loved the game, but didn't love it at that level. Don't they also... Didn't Gary Senior have a brother who played like 200-something games as well? Yeah, and then there's Luke Ablett. Jeff? Who played I think for, Jeff Ablett. And there's an Ablett who played for Sydney around at the same time as Junior. And then do you factor in that I believe Gary Senior's brother-in-law is Michael Tuck? Games so record holder. Michael Tuck. Is Shane Tuck a... T- Shane Tuck is the, either the son or the nephew of Michael Tuck. And Ty Zan Tuck. Is he any relation? <laughs> <laughs> or is he just... No. Oh, shame. <laughs> but Michael that's, Tuck, like he played, f- what, 400 plus games? Didn't yeah, he? that's huge. That is that is insane if that's the family tree. Yeah. And then, of course, there's others that we... You know, that probably only played like a handful of games, but they're all... There's, they're all oh, part of that. Huge footballing family. My God. Yeah. I didn't realise it went that deep. Yeah. It's crazy. But how many Brownlows and premierships does um, do the others have? The other dynasties? Well, no, the other people in that tree. Because Ablett Jr.'s got two and two. His dad has none. His dad's got a, a Norm Smith and nothing else. Michael Tuck would have fucking minimum four, you would think. Four Brownlows, you reckon? No, sorry. You said premierships? Premierships and Brownlows, because two and two is Ablett. Well, yeah, Michael Tuck, how many premierships would he have won? Eight. Fucking between four and eight. How many Brownlows? Oh, didn't win any, did he? Correct. Ooh, it's a bit of trivia. Mm. So, Ablett Jr., best Ablett and Tuck. Yeah, but the greatest players don't always win Brownlows, Tom. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Seven-time premiership player. Holy shit. Did he coach? Uh, I don't I don't, I don't think he could coach. Because I feel like he, Michael Tuck would be in that book where it's just like, no, just just be good. Seven-time premiership player, four-time premiership captain. He was a captain for five years. Oh. Team of the century. Is he, Michael Tuck in the team of the century? Fourth on team of the century. Ah. Surely he gets a gig in the team of the century. Uh, uh, he's only a two-time All-Australian player. So just because Michael Tuck played the most games doesn't mean necessarily that he was the best player. I mean, Sean Carney is now currently going on record to say Michael Tuck was a uh, passenger. Yep, terrible yeah, player. Just, just deserved none of those premierships, even the ones he was captain for. How many did you say he captained? Four. That's fucking impressive. Four out of seven. Michael yeah. Voss only captained three premierships, and they were really close together. Hmm. I imagine well, Hawthorne's, Tuck's- Hawthorne's would have been too. It was all in that sort of in the eighties, probably. Well, yeah, yeah no, but Tuck, Tuck was around for so fucking long. He probably won one in the fifties. He he played <laughs> from seventy seventy nine to ninety one, I think. Oh. Someone told me a stat a while ago just about. Oh, sorry, form. seventy-one to ninety-one. Seventy-one to not twenty years. Uh huh. 
Jesus. So he won, he won a premiership in 1976, 1978, 1983, 1983, Oh, because they would have played together. Yep. They both had ridiculous hair. They did. Tuck had the sort of long... Did he have long hair? I honestly can't remember. At some point, he probably did, yeah. He played for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> trends, Fashion trends change. Um, God, this is, this is not the point I was going to make, but I just remembered a cool fact about Michael Tuck is that apparently... <laughs> this episode's just... Hey, so angry that, that my brain... Remember that player that played for 20 years that we'd never mentioned on the show before? Anyway, this episode's all about him. Well, so he apparently used to rock up to training like late yeah. and do the bare minimum because why bother? Yeah. And Brereton would be there early and late and push himself really hard. Brereton's body fell apart and he finished his career in disgrace playing for Sydney. Yes. Tuck, legend. So are you saying that not training is good? Look but he's it. got another 10 years in him then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but Dan Swan. Uh, answer me this. Whose footy still- legacy do you sort of rate higher, Brereton or Tuck? See, I have an interesting <sighs> take on this. I think that people often don't remember footy players for the footy legacy, but for what they do after the game as well. Ooh. Because things like, uh, like Matthew Lloyd, for instance. Jim people- Steins. Yeah. Or even Matthew Lloyd, just for this example, because Jim Steins doesn't quite fit into the thing I was about to say. Like Matthew Lloyd, he's on TV now and it's like everywhere. So no one's forgetting that he was a good player because yeah, he's on our TV all the time. He's in the media. And a lot of players that go on to be co- coaches, again, often remember. But then players that just disappear. Like, sure, people know Tony Lockett and remember him as one of the greats. But also, like, he's not in the forefront of anyone's mind anymore. Uh, Tony Lockett's a terrible example. Yeah, Tony Lockett was not the example you should have no, gone for. Uh, Tony Modra. Who? <laughs> Actually, South Australians would be like, that's Godra you're speaking about. Um, even uh, if Gary Ablett Jr. didn't have a huge career, people probably wouldn't talk about Gary Ablett Sr. that much. They don't really. Akamanis. If Akka was coaching, yeah. we'd still be talking about him a lot more than we do. Yeah. Akamanis is actually the perfect example because he's got a Brownlow. Mm. He's won premierships. Yeah. He's won a Norm Smith. No. no. Shane Wowoden. No, but we talk about him for the wrong reasons. <laughs> so is this? Are you saying that because Brereton has stayed active in the media, we remember him more than we remember Michael Tuck? Yes, I, I don't disagree. I think that's fair because yeah. people go, "Who's that?" and people go, "That's Damon Brereton." Used to play for Hawthorne, and every time, with the way the media works, is any time a past player is talking, when their name comes up on the screen, it comes up with like an accolade. Yeah. So it'll be like best and fairest these years, or yeah. four-time Premiership player. Some of the accolades that they just like rework. Over time, a fan like Jason Dunstall often doesn't have that he's a Premiership player. It'll often be about goal kicking when it when they have him on, and it'll be like Coleman medalist, blah 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 blah. Well, I guess like a good example is probably fucking um, fuck, I've forgotten his name, Gary Ayers. No, Rowan. Fuck, how have I forgotten his name? He's From been what on team. Ablett Ablett oh, Jr. Think he played for Melbourne. Gary Lyon? Yeah! Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, how did I forget? My brain was just like, 
He gave me nothing there. Yeah, like he wasn't a gr- like I don't remember him for being a player at all. The only reason I think that I know that he is a player is because of his media presence. Oh, and also, I mean, I know enough about football to be like, oh yeah, Gary Lyon. To be fair, he's in Melbourne's team of the century, Gary Lyon. Really? Yep. Very good player. There is one person in Melbourne's team of the century twice. <laughs> what? He's in there twice, as a player and as the coach. Oh well, that's you know that's less impressive. <laughs> who is it though? Uh, player and coach. I have an idea of who I think the coach is, but I, I'm trying to think if he actually played for them. Is it Barassi? Not Barassi. He's in the team. Norm Smith. Oh yeah, player and coach. He's not in there twice. He's on the field as a he's a player coach. Yeah. No. 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 He's in the painting twice. Once in his younger as what? a younger man as a player, <laughs> and once. Like, so there's a, there's a portrait of the team of the Was century. he a player coach or did he play for them and then like maybe 20 years later he coached them? It's the they... curse of Norm Smith. That's why Melbourne have never won a grand final because they sacked Norm Smith and brought in, I want to say, Barassi. Someone. I, I don't know the full curse. Uh, it's, it's an amazing one though. But the curse of Norm Smith is that they sacked Norm Smith after not making a final or they just lost in the finals and then Melbourne just didn't make a final again for like 30 years. Mm. I didn't win. Like just were shit because they sacked Norm Smith. So he's in there as a younger man. As a, he was never a player coach. He was a player and then he was a coach. That's fucking crazy. That's very funny. And he's in the, it's, it's, a, it's like a team huddle portrait mm. and he's giving the address and then looking knowingly at the viewer is a younger Norm Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's good. Yeah, Gary Lyon's in there too. Can't wait for uh, Eston's team of the century in like 2050. If they had one before, they surely yeah, would have. definitely would have. Yeah. Well, yeah. because Have you had a team of the century? Fitzroy? Uh, yeah, there's a fit. There's a Fitzroy one. There's obviously not a Brisbane Lions one. I think they did a team of the decade. Yeah, and it was probably just the 2001 <laughs> Grand Final team. <laughs> but yeah, um, I can't wait. So James Heard is going to have a renaissance in coaching. He's going to be in it twice as well. Oh, he's going to be in it three times. Good <laughs> coach, bad coach, and as and as Hurdy, the player. <laughs> I might get in like like good good Hurdy. Pushing bad hurdy into a police car. <laughs> Surely Kevin Sheedy is our t- captain. Uh, not captain. Is coach. our coach of the team. Oh, I he would. It, un- undisputable. Like, he'd have to be. I want to know who Geelong's coach would be at the team of the century. It's probably Bomber. Yeah, or is it... Um, it probably has Thingo to be from Bomber. The, from the 60s, when we won three in, three in the 60s. Oh, uh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, under uh, Skilton. No, not Skilton. Um, oh, my God. Bobby Davis. It'd be, yeah, between Davis and Thompson. I'd probably pick Davis over Thompson. Mm. Uh, I know Matty Scarlett's in that team. Oh, he's a lock. So is Ablett Jr. Polly Farmer. Oh, Matty Scarlett would give Sylvani a push in a revised team, would he not? Matty Scarlett wouldn't just give him a push, Sean. Oh, he'd boot him back into his granddad's legacy. Jesus. <laughs> hey, just a fun fact, not, a, not so fun for Michael Tuck, but about Michael Tuck. Uh, to honour him, the AFL named an award after him. Do yeah. you remember which one it was? The Tuck Award. The Michael Tuck Award went to the best player on the ground in the preseason grand final. <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't exist anymore. No, they're going to give it out again in AFLX. The best oh. player in the AFLX will win the Michael Tuck Award for irrelevance. <laughs> well, it's AFLX, it'll be the Shane Tuck Award. <laughs> no, nah, it'll be the Ty Zantuck Flash in the Pan Award. <laughs> Um, that just reminds a pair of Carl Reimer's boots of uh, <laughs> just horrible celebrations and merch you can get. Uh, I sent it to you guys on Facebook, but I came across Port Adelaide back-to-back preseason premiership merch. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I 
Yeah, I forget that, that was a. One of the best photos ever was when St Kilda or Collingwood won a preseason premiership, and the premiership photo is them <laughs> looking like they've just witnessed a homicide, <laughs> and they're just kind of like posing dead inside. Mm. And it's people like, oh, they broke the drought. It's like, no, they didn't. It's mm. pre- it was a Wizard Cup, mate. No one gives a shit about the Wizard Cup. I forgot about the Wizard. It was the Ansett Cup, the Wizard Cup. No, Sean, enough of your preseason bullshit. It doesn't matter, Sean. It does not matter. What does matter is footballing dynasties or dynasties. Yeah, football families, family trees of footy. So we've covered the Ablets and the Tucks. There's a few weird ones that are... So obviously, not all footballing families go on to great things. Sometimes there's only one player. So for instance, (laughs) uh, James Hurd's father played four... Games for Essendon in the 60s. They were good four games. Uh, they weren't. Very unmemorable. Uh, <laughs> probably what's most memorable about him is that he participated in the creation of James Hurd. <laughs> do, do you know what's insane is that Hurdy wouldn't have even been eligible for a father-son selection back then? No. Because yeah, no. he only played four oh. games. They used to have weird rules where it was one game, I think. Really? Then they brought what in is 50. It now? now it's 100. Now it's 100. Yeah. 100 is a lot. I guess there's a lot of footballers now. Well, fair, teams complained when it was 50. Yeah. Because I think you had Geelong snag a few. or uh, It might have been a backlash against Brisbane because Brisbane got Jonathan Brown, whose dad, Brian, had played 52 games. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a top draft pick. Yeah. Geelong's ones always were always fine, though. Like, John Scarlett played for ages. Ablett Senior, obviously. Hawkins. Yeah, you can't really dispute those. No, they, they you know, they, they're legendary and long-serving people. I feel like the Hawkins one led to the current system that we have, though, because I think he was touted as, like, top five, top ten. Yeah. And you guys got him with, like, pick 45 or something. Well, I think it also – I think that also changed the way you bid on yeah. father-son picks, I think. Yeah. Bear in mind, no one had a problem at the time. I think it was five years later when he won the grand final. And they yeah. were like, hang on a minute. C- C- Eddie McGuire was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, only, only because you had to recruit all of the fucking cloaks to get Travis, you dirty fuckhead. <laughs> Do you know what I love about that is he, they got all cloaks. They had yeah. uh, David's the dad. David's the dad. He played for Collingwood and Richmond. And Rich- Richmond first, though. I think he played more for Richmond than yes. Collingwood. Yes, he's a, he won a premiership with Richmond. And, yep. then, and then after that premiership where they beat Collingwood, defected to Collingwood that oh, next year. Oh, TC. I'm, I'm pretty sure David Cloak TC'd. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's pretty standard because he's a big TC to his so, family. Who was the oldest? I think Trav. Trav's the youngest. No, he's not, is he? Travis Cloak is the youngest Cloak. Ooh. So Collingwood had every, every time there was a Cloak that would get picked up, it was always the conversation that, oh, they're getting him because they want the younger brother. The younger brother was the That's best. That's right. They wanted Trav, so they, they had to grab Jason. Jason. Grabbed, was Cameron, Cameron older than Trav? Yeah, Cameron was the, old, was the middle. Okay, yeah. And then, and then, and then Trav. So I think Jason played for like half a second. Jason played a little bit. Yeah, and Cameron played about the same. And then Travis came in and everyone went, there we go. We finally got the cloak yeah. we were actually after. Cameron is, played for Collingwood and then played a bit for Carlton. Yeah. Cameron Cloak's claim to fame is getting kicked by Satata O'Halpin. Oh, yeah. At, in, a, a in, 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 a, in a training like drill. They both played for the same team and Satata kicked him in the head. Well, that's yeah. a and got good suspended. Stomped him. I mean, if you play for Carlton, probably don't request a trade to Collingwood. No, oh, sorry, around. Around. the other way around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, then O'Halpin, there were two O'Halpins, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, one of them was 
slightly more successful than the other one. They both ended up at GWS. Both of them. Mm. Do you know? Um, so we should probably explain the father son rule, which has played a huge part in this. Do you know when it started? Nineteen fifty. Nineteen fifty four. There's a famous case, and then there's one case that predates it. Oh, oh, fifty six. Earlier. Fifty two. Later. Fifty three. Yes, that's the famous case. The early, the first case is fifty one. Um, What's the famous case? Fifty three. Uh, <clears throat> Ron Barassi Senior was killed in war. Oh, and Melbourne wanted his son, and they got him. And then he went to Carlton. Yep. Do you know what I love though is that in those days, Father Son rule came because that guy's dad got killed in war and played footy for us. The son's pretty good, and he didn't yeah. die in a war. Yeah, like- they, that's basically it. But before that, there was a player who lived in North Melbourne. But his father had played for Carlton. His name was Harvey Dunn Jr. So Harvey Dunn had played for Carlton. What was the system back then? Was it just... Up until 1997, this all happened outside of the draft. So there was no games limit or anything like that? No, it was I think just... it was just... And then they brought in... I think it was like they had to have played for that club. Yep. Which it sounds like they already had, actually. Yeah. And then it became 50 and now it's, it's 100. 100. So, uh... And it probably won't move from that. 100's a reasonable... And now there's the bidding system too. So you yeah. can't just... Grab them anywhere. If someone bids on them, you have to match the bid, but you get like a, I think it's a 25% discount. And usually, if there's two clubs that have father-son rights, yes. the player then gets to select which one. And the other club generally doesn't bid. Like Brisbane didn't bid for Mark Murphy when he said, I want to go to Carlton. Oh, we wanted him. We chased him. He had a meeting with Voss and Brown and Lee Matthews and Acker. Imagine having How did a that meeting- not fucking convince him? Because he didn't want to leave Victoria. Ah, yeah. Dog. Motherfucker. Um, yeah, Brisbane so- had access actually to. So, who's the guy Sydney just picked up? Nick Blakey, I think it is. Yep. Nick Blakey, his dad, John Blakey, played for North Melbourne and he played for uh, Fitzroy. Yep. So, both were eligible and he was also a member of the Sydney Swans Academy. So, he got to choose between three and he picked Sydney. Of course, he did because he was training with them all the time. Yep. He lived in Sydney. Why yep. not? Coward. Um, this is not a father son, but this is just. Just football, family. This, this, this for me, epitomizes a footy dynasty. Do you want to hear something wild just quickly, just on the father-son rule? Yeah. So it happened outside of the draft. So if it was a father-son rule, they could just go there. Ben Cousins went to West Coast on that rule. So they didn't even have to use a draft pick on Ben Cousins. Shit. Was this before they brought that in? Mm-hmm. So it's pretty recent. I mean, to be Ni- fair, that kind of, that kind of you know, year. they kind of reaped what they sow. Uh, yeah, but like... The repercussions of that whole event haven't really affected the West Coast. They got a premiership out of it. Almost two. Yeah. And they didn't take that off them. No, true. That baffles me. Um, no. Football dynasties. This, to me, epitomizes football dynasties. In that It's not a father-son thing. It is in some cases. Riolis. Yeah. We talk about that Ablett family tree was pretty big, but uh, the last... Hang on, I've got to do the quick math here, but I think it's something like out of the last five teams to win a premiership, I think four, three of them have had Riolis. Yeah, I think there was that thing where if you draft a Riol in your team, you win a premiership within three years. Yep. That's huge. Mm. So Cyril came in, they won in 08. Daniel Rioli came in, they won in 17. Yep. And now Willie comes in and they won in 18. Yeah. But 
So West Coast have Willie Rioli, and then you go back the next grand final, there's Richmond. Then you have the Bulldogs, which run out of the box. Three years of Hawthorns, that's Cyril, 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 Cyril. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you have that Geelong era. And then the next one after that is Cyril again. Yep. But even like Dean Rioli, Morris Rioli. uh, Dean was the rising star in 1999, and we won the premiership in 2000. Guys, Rioli. So hang on. So that would have been his first year, probably, 99. Second year. Yeah. So then they won one within three years of him yep. coming as this, well. This is what oh. I mean. I'm pretty sure it goes all the way back to Morris. Who's the next Rioli? It, there's probably a Rioli. I think there's one next year's draft. <laughs> Sign there's, him there's up. There's one at least every two years. It'll be funny if like <laughs> Rioli goes to just number one draft pick because everyone's just like, doesn't matter about his talent. They're going to get us a flag. Well, because the thing is, people always... like The, the knock on Cyril was that oh, he, he'd want to go home and he's a bit of a flight risk. The knock on Willie was, oh, he's a bit fat. And the knock on Daniel was a similar thing. He'd want to go home. Now, like, those teams need those players in them. And I think yeah. Dean and Morris, the worry was that they'd want to go back home and and it was a bit like a, an odd thing. But, like, Dean was very good. Dean was very good. In fact, everyone in our 2000s team was exceptional, I'd say. Yeah. People don't talk about, like, Mark Johnson. Did you have a dynasty, that team? Jason Johnson. Were they related? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they... Man, imagine all the blokes named Johnson. That's a pretty good dynasty. Tom Essendon tried to have a dynasty, but they, it didn't work. They had another crack? Well, no, no, no. I mean, they won... I'm just talking about them as a team, just briefly. Oh, yeah. Only one premiership out of that period. Come on, mate. Should have won three. We, we at least won three and five. Yeah, we at least won three. We had a dynasty. You had a dynasty? Yeah. Where's, where's Essendon's dynasty? Imagine how different the world would have been if Essendon went... like. Because they could have easily won 99, 2000, 2001. Yeah. yeah. But we didn't. We cooked it. We cooked it twice in three years, which is very, very, very <laughs> upsetting. Because <laughs> um, the 99 grand final, that was... Uh, fuck. Fuck. Yeah, that's, it, that's the one that got away. Yeah. because like the we, prelim. We had it in the bag, but then we fucking run into a brick wall named fucking Kudafidi. Yeah. Yeah. What, did you think his name was something else for a second? No, I just... Was it Kudafidi's or was yep. it... Sort of, it was it was it was Kudafidis who put on a clinic in the second half. Was yeah, that the I've, highest like statistical? Yeah, yeah, highest ever super coach score by a player in a game. Hmm. I would like to propose something. Yes, in terms of Riolis. Yes. So, I think if there is a Riol at the next draft, West Coast, Richmond, and Hawthorne can't have it. Oh, a Rioli I reckon, I reckon, I reckon you've got a. It's a bit like. Um, if you win a premiership, or if you finish higher on the ladder, you, you get a lower draft pick. I think if you've already had a Rioli, you get a no Rioli period. Yeah. Okay. You can't pick up a Rioli or a Rioli relation because hmm. there's a like that family tree would be... I, I, I feel like the roots of that family tree actually extend quite far into other players who be different surnames. Yep. Like, you know, I, I don't know who, but I, I, I just... you. I'm pretty sure they often mention, oh, they're this guy, he's an uncle. Well, you know who Cyril's uncle is. Correct. Michael Long. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, you you basically don't get a crack at any Rioli family. I'm, I'm with you, Tom. You know what yep. team uh, Michael Long also played in? 2000 Essen. So maybe the dynasty started there. That's what I'm saying. It ended there. No, as well. it started with Morris way, 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 way before the 2000. Um, Tom, I'm with you. I would. It's my dream that there would be 18 Riolis sprinkled around the league. An equalization policy. Yep. Ma- Re- it- there you go. Yeah. Make the game fair, and it Draft does two things. Eighteen Riolis. It's it's equalization, and makes the game immediately more exciting. Yep. Riolis 
Every Rioli has been an exciting player to watch. I'm happy to make that blanket statement. That's it's true. I can't think of a bad Rioli. Dean Cops a bit of shit, but he played a hundred games and was fucking exciting. He's a premiership player. Yeah. And true. a rising star winner. True. He's the thing is though, people are comparing him to like Cyril and Michael Long and Morris and Dean Rioli couldn't be Michael Long because Michael Long was still in the same team. Yes, <laughs> I know, but so he was always being compared to a guy who was Michael Long. Yeah. yeah. You know. I've got a mate who hates Michael Long. Really? Yeah, yeah. why is he your mate? <laughs> when you see him, tell him that Joel Dush said to go fuck yourself. So he's a Melbourne supporter and he hates Michael Long because Michael Long punched a Melbourne player in the grand final. Good. Behind play is what he Ooh, believes. He oh, played. I remember that. Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Good work, Michael Long. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Not good. Um, Bad, any other, Michael. Any other big footy families that we... Dennis Dees or... Because the Riolis make up 80% of football, I think. I mean, you've got the Silvanis. There's only three of them. Isn't there a fourth one? Well, there's, there's Grandad, there's Sauce, there's... The sauce. There's Jack. Yep. And then there's two more brothers coming, I think. And well, don't they already... They've already drafted one, haven't they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there's two playing at the moment, and their dad's the recruiting boss or whatever. Liberatore was looking like a bit of a dynasty, but... Tom. Mm. He's a great player. Yeah, he's just, he's he just loves- needs his ACLs to not break. And to stop partying as hard as he does. You've got Mitch season. Wallace as well. Yeah. yeah I saw him uh, at the tennis yesterday. I think oh. Tom Boyd was there as well. Tall, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. He's a beautiful man. He's kind of got like like a beard, but not like a... Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. a pretty beard. Yeah, yeah. And he's got kind of like a, like pretty hipster hair, right? He looks like if you gave your sim like sexy stubble on the sims. That's yeah, what, yeah, that's what Tomboy looks like. Yeah, he's him, a beautiful. Him and Mitch man. Wallace were at the tennis together. In fact, they're watching flight facilities. Oh, uh, nice. Which makes sense to me. I was also watching flight facilities. It was is, all it, is it because Tomboy takes flight in that grand final? <laughs> Quick one. Yeah, just got me thinking. Yeah, father sons who didn't end up with their father sons. Yeah, have you got one? Oh, no, I'm, I, the only one I could think of is technically Josh Kennedy, but he was at Hawthorne, but not for very long, and they mm. happily traded him to Sydney. So you're talking about uh, potentially a TC son, well, TCing no, the family. Not necessarily their fault, though. Yeah, like, not by choice. Yeah. I'm really surprised that Voss, his son, didn't get picked up by just just like rookie listed by a team. It's well, I mean, Fletcher's yeah. son was the same. He, he didn't get picked up? Well, no, but so. apparently the thing with Fletcher's son is that Essendon have committed to rookie listing, but they're like, not this year, you're not ready. Oh, he's very gangly, isn't he? Yeah. They said just, just, it's a bit like, so there's a guy who just got picked up by Geelong, uh, Darcy Fort, who's a ruckman. He's now 25. He went into the draft and he was 18, 19 as a ruckman. And again, all arms and legs. Yeah. Geelong went, you're not ready. You need to go out and you need to play a couple of years against some bigger bodies and just learn the craft of yeah. being yep. a ruck and build up a bit of bulk. And sure enough, when he hit their radar again, they're like, yep. You went away, you worked on it, we'll pick you up. So I wouldn't be surprised if Fletcher got picked up. But I'm trying to think of other father-sons who are in that Kennedy boat. Voss will too, I think. I think within probably a year or two, they'll rookie list him or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to think. He'll play at age 12. A father-son who... Where the son went on to play for a different club. Well, there there was the... Like Murphy's the big one. Dunkley plays for the Western Bulldogs. Yeah. Sydney overlooked him. Just didn't match the beard. Yep. Generally, though, if they're good enough, they get picked up just... Just cause, but then he then you have like like Jed Buse was picked up by Geelong, but I think was rookie listed or it was very late. And they're like, I oh, will just see how he goes. I think Oscar Brownless is a similar one. They're just like, I oh, will get him because we think he's a talent. We'll see how he goes for a bit. Yeah, um, he's gonna be great. 
<laughs> I think he'll be good. I think there's a little bit more promise attached to him than some others, probably. Yeah, I think I think Jed Buse was just like, let's see what he's like. Because his dad played for Brisbane Bears, I think, too, didn't he? At Did the he end qualify? Of his career, yeah, uh, might not have played a hundred. I think he only came up like when the Bears were just getting started. Him and um, oh, what's his name? John um, played for Geelong and Essendon. Barnes. Oh yeah, Barnesy and Barnesy. Uh, Busey ended up playing together at Brisbane, I'm pretty sure. I think Barnsley went to Brisbane. Didn't he? No, nah, Barnsley was playing for Essendon you know, in 2000, 2001. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. So maybe maybe at the they both left Geelong at the same time. Probably, yeah. I forget that Barnsley played for Geelong. Oh, yeah, yeah. I liked him. He was a good player. He was great. Busey, I love Busey. Mm. Oh, both Buseys. Oh. Footy, where are you? Get back in my life. Just talking about old legends quickly. Richard Champion. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. him? Fuck, he was good. He what still a- lines up as fullback in the EJ Witten Legends game. He's about 50. <laughs> Love <laughs> and, it. And he still probably beats the shit out of... Yeah. So can they call folks. him Dick Champion? Because that's a great name. <laughs> Fuck, that's good. Dick Champion. <laughs> Dick Champion of the century. <laughs> oh. Fuck, that rules. Just quickly, team of the century. Would there be many players that are in multiple teams of the century? From other clubs? Yeah. Buddy Franklin? Gary Wang... Uh, Gary. Yes. Gavin Wanganin? Yep. And Gary Ablett. Junior would probably end up being in the Suns and in Geelong. Yeah, I think he would. Gavin Wanganin, 100%. Bergwin. Oh, yeah. Sean Bergwin. Oh, Silk. actually, I don't know if you'd make the Port team. Uh, oh, Tony Lockett, nearly. maybe? Oh, Tony Lockett, 100% would be in yeah. both. Mark Jacko Jackson played for about 80 clubs, so he's probably in all of their teams. <laughs> he's in all of them, but in the paintings, he's belting the coach. <laughs> Peter Bell? Would he get Norths? I don't think so. I think no, he'd only be in free ice. Yeah, fair. Um, but definitely Tony Lockett. Definitely Ablett Jr. Definitely Buddy Franklin. I'm trying to think of other real big... Angus Monfries. <laughs> he doesn't get in either. Oh, Chris Judd. Yep. Oh, Daddy. yeah, of course. 100%. Yep. He's a lock. Dale Thomas. No. <laughs> He's oh. wearing like a mustache and fake glasses in the uh, car. Dane Beams? No, mate. I like oh. how you knew what I was going to say before yeah, I said it. you're a cheeky cunt. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm back, Sean. I'm back and I'm cheekier than ever. That's what... Uh, Tim Cowell will be saying next year when he's at West Coast. He's like, I'm back, guys. Cheeky you were, devil. You were never here, mate. What do you mean you're back? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think they're sort of the main ones. I can't think of anyone. Yeah, no one else is jumping out. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, Dusha. Yes, We got any emails? I'm Uh, back. I need to ask Great question. Uh, It's good to have you back and asking that question in the same dumb way you always ask it. I impersonated you last week. I freaking I nailed it. You should go back and give it a listen. Do it now. See how you go. Hey, Dusha, you got any emails? Uh, He's here. You need to sound dumber. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, is there any emails about Geelong's window? I'm looking for tips on how to open it. Can actually, you know what I need to do before we dive into this? What? I need to defend myself. Because I was taken out of context. What was your context? What are we talking about? Uh, me saying that cock- I would take cockatoo being fit over apprenticeship. Oh. I'd like to clarify that what I mean is... You've the told me the window's apology closed. hour. You've told me the window's closed, so I was looking for other ways to get happiness rather than a premiership. Oh, so you believe it's over? No, no. That's fast, no, 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 no. That's what it sounded like, mate. No, I'm saying that if I can't get a premiership, I'll take a fit cockatoo. If you don't even say you've Tom. You don't even let it in. You don't even let that thought float around. You fucking tell me it every fucking week. I'm allowed to tell you that. You don't think that, mate. You I gotta, don't think that, you but you tell me to stand up and be it's better like, than that. Tom, we could be like, Sean, Connor, mate, Brisbane, they're probably not going to win the flag in 2019. Oh... See, he'll cop it. He's not happy. But I, look, I believe that. And I, that's fine. I believe that you're wrong. See? See, Tom? Tom. Cur- courage. Do you, do you like how in defending myself, I've made myself like a worse bloke? Yeah. Yep. I'm an Elon Musk. This is good. I can't wait for our first How Goods Footy live show at some point. And, uh, I where get bashed? This, well, yes, but this will happen. And um, we just need to make sure we got a projector screen. Because what will happen is you'll be saying something dumb about Geelong borderline TC comments and then all of a sudden Dowie's theme song will start playing <laughs> he'll come out and just slam me through a table <laughs> oh yeah true and then I'll heel turn and reveal I've, I've been a Collingwood supporter this whole time oh, but it won't be that much of a shock because everyone will be like yeah fair enough yeah, I believe wouldn't, that wouldn't stop talking about it for the six weeks that Dusha wasn't there nah look I think I just wanted him to be fit and in my blind passion I said some things uh, I let my team down yeah. I let the coach down yeah and on behalf of myself and the club, I'd like to unreservedly apologise. Mate, you, just, you let down the whole city. You're true. You let down you know Sexy Land. I'm, don't you say that, Sean. Well, it's true. All right, on to the emails. Got an email from Randy, who last week, who's a Geelong supporter. Uh, went after me last week. So last week he said that the door is wide open. And we were like, do you mean the window? Because it's definitely not. No, I like his brain. Dusha and Carney. I meant door. It's wide open and Geelong are running straight through it to the premiership. Suck it. Great job, Tom. Keep it up. To be fair, Randy, it makes a very good point because if you're going to get to a Premiership Cup, it's easier to run through the front door than to climb through a fucking window. You run through a banner, not a door. And you won't be running through anything on Grand Final Day. You'll be sitting... When Son of God closes a window, he opens a door. You'll be running through beers on Grand Final Day. And yeah, Randy also pointed out that uh, Meatloaf saxophonist at the 2011 Grand Final... (laughs) Looks heaps like Sandspans Radio's have, Jackson have Bailey. Have you looked it up? No. Keep reading the emails. I'm going to Google it and get back to you. All right. Uh, next email is from one of our good friends of the show, Special K. Hey. Howdy, lads. This will be two emails in a row where I talk about another sport. But again, I ask that you bear with me. 
In response to your talk about AFL promo stuff, I thought I'd let you know that the NRL has another cooked round called Marvel Round, in which a few teams wear Marvel-themed jerseys. I've attached a pick. Is this something AFL can adapt and draw inspiration from? Or can Disney fuck off with their constant crossovers? Have a good one, fellas. Carmichael Hunt. (laughs) P.S. Tom, lift! All right, and uh, he's a... Cool. They're not bad jerseys, actually. They're weird. But- I couldn't. I couldn't find it. The saxophonist it just showed me a picture of Meatloaf playing the saxophone. What are these? Oh yeah, I like uh- the NFL uh, NRL jerseys. The Marvel th- for Marvel round. Iron Fist. I can get behind that. When are they having an uh, a uh, Marvel round? Sometime this season. What do we got here? Spider Man, Captain America, Iron, Iron Man. Man, Iron Fist. That's yeah, the Iron Fist one sucked in because Iron Fist sucks. No, no, the Iron Fist one is the best looking one there. Who are some of these jerseys? Who's the orange one? Yeah, it might be Wolverine. Makes sense. I mean, no, but it's Marvel and they, oh, who knows? But Marvel own all of those again now. Is the St. George one in the middle um, Falcon? Possibly. It's hard to say, but what we can say is that they're great jerseys. Yeah, ten out of seven. Some of them are all right. Some of them are okay. Some of them are some of them are unidentifiable. Therefore, defeat the purpose of putting a recognisable superhero on the jersey. <laughs> now, good aim up. Thanks, Carmichael. Any danger of talking up Brisbane though? Come on, mate. Lift. <laughs> Get excited. See a Brisbane boy. Buy a membership. Oh yes. Yep. He's a good boy. Carmichael Hunt has decided to go for Brisbane. Yeah. Turn his back on the Gold Coast Suns. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been hard for him. <laughs> all right. Uh, we got an email from Ellery Johnson. Marvel in AFL. Gents, it's been a while. In fact, I don't think I've touched base with the pod since Melbourne's rousing 29-point victory over the hapless Geelong side in the elimination finals. God, I miss footy. When was that? Anyway, I digress. I can't remember. With the name switched to Marvel Stadium and the impending release of Avengers Endgame this year, I can hear the desperation in your voices for an AFL to do something cool with the jerseys. This ties in so well with the last email. Oh, yeah. It's almost like I read ahead, but I didn't because <laughs> planning is not my style. <laughs> In fact, this ties in super well because, unfortunately, it's been done. But not by Gil, but by the absolute mouth breathers in the NRL. <laughs> <laughs> Examples attached. Uh. For a couple of years, I've been seeing snot-nosed kids running around in Hulk-themed Canberra Raiders kits or Spider-Man-themed Sydney Roosters jerseys. My question is, although the AFL has had Marvel Stadium bestowed upon it, will Gil follow suit of one of the most despised and incident-embroiled codes in the nation and make a blatant grab for cash with Marvel-themed jerseys? In brackets, yes. Or will he and the head honchos of the AFL do something different? Doubt it. Who will be made to change to a green jersey to fit the Hulk theme? Will it be Port? Because, like, frankly, that sounds yuck. Your suggestion, Ellery. So, like... Your call there. You didn't need to pick Port. I <laughs> no. mean, Frio is a, probably a better example. Frio is better because they're the shorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you have is you have just shorts on top and then it's like a hint of a green belly button about the waist. <laughs> also, shout out to the Vancouver Cougars who have a great logo and let me come to training while I was living there. Thanks for putting in the hard yards during the off season, Allery. And uh, yeah, exactly the same picture that I just showed you before. Question. Yes. To Allery. Yeah. Why are the Vancouver Cougars just not called the Vancouvers? <laughs> oh, it's a great oh. question. Allery, if you could just let us Canada, know. Canada, let us know. All right, got an email from Rory. Gentlemen, I have an issue. I've booked a trip to Australia without consulting the AFL schedule. Oh, oh mate. Jeez. Rory is from Scotland. Oh. I arrive in Melbourne late on the 13th of April. I then go to Hobart on the 23rd and then to Sydney from late on the 29th to the 5th of May. Now, my adopted team is Melbourne, and I'll be missing the Melbourne St. Kilda game on the 20th due to having to tickets to see Big Deal. Hey, that's our show. Well, my show. Well, you guys will be there. The Sandspants show. <laughs> so having accepted that I'm not going to go see Melbourne, I wanted to 
I still want to go to a game. So I'd like to hear some suggestions for a good game, preferably in good stadiums that I'll be around for. Thanks for your help, Rory. Is he around on the fucking 19th? Yes. What, what were the dates again, Zara? From the th- so he needs to he needs a game between the 13th and the 23rd. I would say on I've the 13th, it. there is a great game, but you're going to miss it because yeah. it's an afternoon game. No, I've got a great game for him on the 19th, Friday the 19th, before he goes to Big Deal. At Marvel Stadium at 4.30 in the afternoon. No, 4.20 in the afternoon. On a North, Friday. North Melbourne, Essendon. On a Friday. Good Friday. Ah. Huge game. That, actually, that is a huge game. At Marvel Stadium as well. Uh, is there any games at the MCG in that period of time that uh, could be good for Rory to go to? Because like... Monday the 22nd of April, is he still in Melbourne? Yeah, he's still in Melbourne. That's the Easter Monday game. Easter Monday. That's Massive. Always a good game. Melbourne... Collingwood? Uh, Hawks Geelong. Oh, Hawks Geelong. Uh, there's also St. Kilda Hawthorne at Marvel on the 14th, day after he arrives. Is he in Sydney on the 5th of May, did he say? Sydney from the 29th to the 5th of May. Let's have a look and see what options he's got in Sydney. Uh, ooh. Oh, he's he's actually got a Battle of the Bridge. Ooh. What uh, date? Wait. When's he there? What date? What 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 date's the Battle of the Bridge? He's there. He misses it by two days. What date oh. is Battle of the Bridge? Twenty seventh of April. Yes, he misses it. Well, You're so, a dog. So so his options are while he's still in Melbourne, North and Essendon, four twenty Good Friday. Yep, blaze it at the footy. Um, what time's big deal? It's an afternoon game. Uh, afternoon. Yeah, it's an afternoon game. Uh, it's like three p.m. I think I should know this, but I don't. How long does it go for? An hour. All right, son. Or maybe it's, oh, is it four to five or three to four? I really should know this. If big deal is three to four. That's four to five. You can't go to that game. Yeah. Uh, my recommendation would be though, yeah, go to the Marvel game on Good Friday or there's a Bulldogs-Carlton game at Marvel Stadium on the Sunday. Or just, just go to Easter Monday. Yeah, Easter Monday's probably because Easter Monday is the MCG, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But, go uh, see the MCG. Go to both. Huge game. That'll be, you'd think, probably 70,000 people. 80. You reckon? Yep. Yeah. So, book a ticket ahead of time. Yeah, but that's yeah. probably good because you get to see the MCG packed as well. Why don't go both? Yeah, go to the Good Friday one as well because that'll be good. Go to both, mate. You're on holidays. Go to as much footy as you Rory, possibly can. Rory, treat yourself. I know that we've met in real life, Rory, and I know that you love a beer. What better place to have a beer than at two footy matches? Good Friday. Proceeds to charity. Get behind it's it. It's at 4.20, which is very funny. Just love it. You get to watch fucking Benny Brown and Dylan Sheel in action. What more could you want? Mitch Brown might play as well. He could. No, Man. probably not. Give or, take, Rory, give or take a Joey. Yeah, uh, Rory, just make sure that uh, if you are going to that game, if you are with your mother, I suggest that you don't invite her. Yeah. Oh. She'll run away with uh, Mitch Brown. It's going to be, that'll be an exciting game. To go That's to. a mouthwatering game, though. That could be Danaher and um, Ben Brown. Brown. Yeah. Oh. That's huge. Monstrous. Maybe. I mean, if Joe Danaher is uh, in form, which, again, too hard to say at this point. All right, final email, and this is from Jordan. Subject, eggs. Hey, mates, footy's pretty good, hey. But I reckon that there's one thing holding back my boys from being successful at the moment. They're bald, they're shiny, and annoying, and they go by the names of Ken Hinckley and Koshi. <laughs> How will you deal with this yoki issue? Much love, Jordan. Um, Oi, they're my favourites. Don't you be uh, slaughtering my kosh. <laughs> Shut up. my kosh. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I hate koshy. Um, you hate Ken Hinckley more, I feel. Yeah. But to be honest, Ken Hinckley will take care of himself. Like that situation will play out when Port Adelaide do shithouse this year and they sack him. 
And so, someone better steps in and coaches. But like all jokes aside, Koshy probably shouldn't still be there. Like, no, no. He, he came in when they were really struggling. They got rid of Primus. They brought in Ken Hinckley. They sort of came up and made the finals in the prelim the next year, and things were going well off the field, on the field, all of that. And then Koshy Since came then, it's in kind of, with the most fuck-headed speech of all yeah. time. Destroyed club morale forever. I think the way to get rid of Koshy, he basically what we need to do is we need to start a very short-term campaign where in a year we can get Koshy in the same position as Carl Stefanovic was before he was fired from the Today Show so that effectively they could fire Koshy from Sunrise and he'll just be shithouse and then Port be like, well, mate, we're a family-friendly club and you're no longer on a family-friendly show, so fuck off back to Economicsville, you dork. That could be bad, though, because he could lose his job, right, with Sunrise, and then he'd be like, i just got to pour all my time into Port Adelaide now. Uh, Jordan, the only solution for Koshy and the problems facing Koshy is uh, you need to somehow get him to Adelaide and then just take him on a mind camp and he'll never come back. <laughs> I reckon just leave him out in the sun for too long and they'll fucking fry. That's a good one, too. There's an easier solution, and it's that Ken Hinckley does his job properly, Port Adelaide win games, and then you don't fucking hear anything from Koshy because he's got nothing to whinge about. Ooh. P.S. Window is never truly shut, Tom. Keep the faith. P.P.S. Fuck the Crows and their bullshit membership. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See, Tom Jordan didn't give up and make fucking dumb comments. I didn't give up. You bullied. You I was gaslit into giving up. You gave up. You ga- we weren't even. My boy you threw fit. that into a conversation where neither of us were even talking. Yeah, I know. It came you, out of nowhere. You it's started the conversation. It's been weighing on me a lot that you thought I'd want a fit cockatoo more than a premiership. No, you idiot. The statement came out of nowhere. The original statement. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. Nah, I feel like I was pressured. You brought sadness in and you brought defeat. I was at work. I checked my phone. Almost threw up. I was having a good day, and then I was like, oh, Tom's fucking given up. <laughs> this makes me sick. Fuck. Sure, the window's closed, but he's meant to be in denial about Do you know what that. it is, though, guys? Because I haven't seen footy in so long. I just, I need, I need Feb 2. That's what this show's it. about, Tom, to remind people how good footy is when footy's not here. Thanks, Don't guys, give for up, supporting Tom. me so much when footy's not here. And if you need support while footy's not here, you can send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or tweet us at howgoodsfooty or individually, I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. And I'm at Douche 13. And footy is so close. And Tom, the window may be shut, but look. The door's open. It's, well, it's really not. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.